1: good evening sí, noches, amigos, right y amigos, amantes tonight de la was extreme rules <laughs>
0: extreme rules i mean this is this is how we do it these <laughs> days god bless peacock <laughs> we, gotta
1: like we gotta stay on brand we gotta stay on brand so
0: <laughs> god bless peacock i mean I, I i don't even know obviously if you're not getting this joke uh <laughs> Bless you, I guess, because you you did not have to go through some of the trials and tribulations that some people had tonight Uh trying to <laughs> watch the pre-show and some of the some of the main part of the show of WWE Extreme Rules uh, on uh, the wonderful, the critically acclaimed Peacock Network. I'm Justin Labar. He is Alfred Cunha. She is Issa, the New York City team and Tiva, and we're here tonight on Wrestling Inc. If you're watching it live, you can see. Uh, one beautiful face and then two other faces or if you're checking it out after the fact you might be listening to the audio only and, and passing the time by whatever the case may be we're here to liven it up and entertain you and put a more positive entertaining spin uh on extreme rules 2021 uh isa on a scale of one to ten how extreme did you feel tonight was
1: I mean, I don't know. Towards the end there, I thought my edibles were a little too strong. I didn't know what I was watching during the main event for a minute. Outside of that, it didn't feel very extreme, but we did have a lot of good in-ring action. I'm going to give it a a five in in an extreme level.
0: Alfred, what's been more extreme tonight? Uh, WWE Extreme Rules or the referees in your Sunday night football game?
2: Oh, certainly the referees. <laughs> They've been extremely awful in terms of their officiating. I wish they would just get out of the way. Uh, but in terms of extreme rules, it wasn't very extreme. I think easy you're being a little nice saying it was five out of ten, but the crowd was really hot. One of the better crowds WWE has had all year.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. true. Yeah, Columbus was uh was rock and rolling. We had they had some interesting chance. They they were they were invested in it. I mean, so this is still uh one of the positive results uh, of the honeymoon phase of returning to uh the road mm-hmm. for WWE is obviously a Columbus fan. This is the first time WWE's been to Columbus I don't I don't think AEW's been to Columbus so uh, obviously a hot crowd so and 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 to East's point I mean you know some good in-ring action that's kind of been that's been another 2021 theme is that we've yeah. seen some some pay-per-views that have been uh, barely hyped if hyped at all but still if you if you do tune in we'll deliver a solid bell-to-bell product whether or not it's um predictable or progressing the story we'll debate uh, each of those as we go but yeah i mean you know this was not a bad show to watch there were some question marks (laughs) but it wasn't bad
1: (laughs) yeah agreed i I wish they would have um done a few things differently especially the last two matches while i felt they were the matches that we were looking forward to the most with the weird finishes they should have just put them a little spread apart
0: yeah, you know, and uh, normally when we do these podcasts, before we get to the actual show, we would uh, roll out some news headlines. In the script, we did not actually prepare to do any news headlines because, really, uh, since Friday, since since you guys last did Friday, I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of news that's really came out. Everything's just been kind of you know just building to whatever's going to happen tonight. Just kind of uh, you know what's the matches tonight. The one news story that I was like, ah, I don't know if it's worth bringing up, but I'm going to bring it up now because it's going to tie all the way back into this show. The one news story I'll give is that uh, the the newest uh, broken skull. Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is playing right now on Peacock. Uh, it, it released today with he and Seth Rollins. And one of the first quotes that Wrestling Inc. had put out uh, from this interview um, that, that I'm going to check out in full uh, is Seth Rollins talking about the famous Hell in a Cell match with The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. And that's, of course, if you can, if you guys will all recall, the famous uh, the match got stopped. A Hell in a Cell match got stopped. You know, Foley's Foley. Foley had to keep going. Uh, rikishi had to keep going triple h and had all the telling themselves but this one had to be stopped due to uh, the massive sledgehammer and and seth rollins talks about how he went through the curtain and he was ready to strangle vince mcmahon uh that's (laughs) the news headline you can read more about it on wrestling inc we'll talk more about that once we get to the finish of this show tonight as we look at questionable papa shango booking
2: (laughs) there's your (laughs) tease Uh, response to this Bray Wyatt's response where he said, I wish they would have seen my reaction or or some wait till you hear my reaction. So I'm actually looking very much forward to hearing that.
0: Yeah, and that's crazy because you know, out of yeah, right, out of those two participants, out of Seth Rollins and out of out of Fiend, I thought for sure we would hear the first of the two to talk about this incident would be Bray Wyatt or Wyndham, whatever we're gonna call him, because he is now no longer with the company. So I'm kind of surprised that Seth uh, pulled the trigger first on uh, pulling the curtain back on the that that you know one of the worst booking decisions in in recent memory. Uh, So we'll that that's that's the tease stick around for the next hour we got some fun to get to uh at least our definition of fun all right <laughs> so we kick it off boys and girls uh this is a match that gets made due to the pre-show due to shenanigans happening we get this awesome opening match it is awesome i'm not being facetious of the wow. new day of course with your new wwe champion and Big E up against the trio of bobby lashley aj styles and almost. Now there was uh, some some scuffles that went on in the pre-show. So here we get this six-man tag to hit uh, to lead the show off. The story here is all about Lashley just wants vengeance. He is out for vengeance to Big E who he feels stole that world title from him last week. Uh all in all, the right thing happens here is that we are going to see uh Lashley's going to spear AJ by accident. That's then going to let Big E get his Big E finish, uh Big inning finish on Bobby Lashley so Biggie stands tall getting the pin here uh Alfred I'll, I'll start with you this was you know this was an interesting match to to put in last minute uh a lot of guys to protect here you have Biggie, obviously to protect your new champion you have Omos who's the long-term protecting project uh and, and to an extent you have Lashley to maybe protect and how and how you quickly handle him having lost the title after a very long lengthy title run what'd you make of this opening?
2: I really love this opening. I, I thought that, like you said, it was last minute. I don't like the fact they just threw this on there, but at least the WWE champion got to have himself a pretty good match at Extreme Rules in a good spot in terms of opening the show because of how hot this crowd was. And I think they did a good job showcasing Uh, All the stars uh, in terms of this match, whether it was a new day, whether it was almost whether it was a showdown with uh, Big E and Lashley, I thought they built up to a lot of that stuff. And I think just coming away from this match, a lot of guys came off as big stars in this match. Uh, I kind of like how they built up possibly a triple threat, but it's good that Big E got himself a pretty big win over Lashley. You can question the booking of him pitting Lashley, but I I really do think that this might have been a make good for him You know, really not getting a win this past Monday. Because I was very scratching my head in terms of Roman Reigns coming away as a winner on a Raw type feud. But um, this match, I thought they did a lot of good in terms of showcasing Big E as a big star.
1: Yeah, I agree. I really, really enjoyed this match. I thought a lot of people looked good, but like you said, there was a lot of people to protect. Um, the New Day gear always pops me every single time. They're awesome. Um, I love the way that Biggie looked in this match. Um, it it, it question a little bit the way that Bobby Lashley was acting later on. If Biggie would have pinned AJ after AJ took the spear, then it would make sense that Biggie is stealing wins around here, right? But he pinned... Bobby Lashley, so I get it. He's upset, but to me, Biggie looks very strong right now. I hated that commentary is so already teasing the new day breaking up again due to the brand split or the um the draft coming up. I don't want them to break up. We already had them apart for too long. Keep them together. They're great together. But yeah, fun opener, hot crowd for it. It was it was great for something that we weren't even expecting to see.
0: Yeah, Ysa, you and I were right here because that was my that was my transition. Was um you know why pin bobby based upon what we're about Mm -hmm. to get to with the backstage promos pin aj let just just reverse the finish have aj accidentally hit uh uh lashley and then and then aj fumbles into the biggie finish so yeah a a little questionable there and yeah you noted uh, the draft you know so they that was the thing commentary Corey was really leaning heavy on this might be the last time we see new day together and Uh, so the draft starting uh, this Friday. So Friday, and then it's going to go into the following Monday. So we'll see. I, I think at this point with New Day, I think you know they've been around by today's measurement. I mean, since I think late 2014 by by that by modern standards measurement, that's an eternity in WWE. Uh, you know, with the amount of program they have, I think now it's they. I wouldn't be surprised if they've collectively gone to Vince and said, "We will never break up. You can have oh, they, each of us be. Yeah, you can have each of us be. Have. Yeah, we'll all be single stars if you if you want to yeah. branch us out." But we are—we're not going to do the cliched somebody stabs the other one in the back, and you know maybe when they go in the Hall of Fame, they'll make a joke out of it and they'll turn on each other quickly at the Hall of Fame stage or something. But I, I think at this point, <laughs> that would be great. yeah, I think at this point they're—they're they're focused on remaining intact because it's just that's the most believable and that's the best thing for business, pun intended.
2: Yeah, and it also yeah. makes them all come off as bigger stars in terms of this iteration of the New Day, especially in front of this crowd, came off like a super group. Like, I felt like I was watching the Fujis come back together after they all yeah. went across and had their own singles career, and now they're even bigger stars. It was really cool.
0: Some super chats here. Hojo to go. Balinski, $5. Alfred, the first San Fran touchdown. Should have been a penalty at a 10-second runoff oh, intentional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alfred, of course, if you can't. They're
2: awful. Still throwing flags, by the way. Terrible rush. Terrible officiating tonight.
0: Man, Alfred, Alfred's calling AEW officiating happening out here in the Sunday Night <laughs> football game. Marcus Arazin says, Liv's first singles match should have been on the main card instead of that six-man tag that had no build. Did they even announce that tag match? Yeah, of course, Liv Morgan and Carmella got pushed to the, uh, uh, pushed off the main card, I should say. Um, I mean, look, the six-man tag had yeah, no build, but, or, I mean, no. But but it was obviously necessary because then what we're going to see later in the night is Bobby Lash is going to cut a backstage promo that Isa kind of alluded to where he's just saying, you know, you, you stole it with the money in the bank. Um, you know, now, uh, you know, you, you stole it out here and challenges Biggie actually even says I have an underline called Biggie. He says he's Biggie's a chicken shit. If Biggie won't yeah. face him one on one with you know, everybody healthy, everybody aware of when we're fighting and Biggie would later respond and say, all right, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. in the ring. That's how we're kicking off Raw. Everybody knows everybody who's coming now. Uh, no, 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 no extracurriculars. No, no new day. So, uh, trying to pop a number again. Raw is going to start 8 p.m. with a title match, a rematch between Biggie and Bobby Lashley. We'll see. It's, it's starting to turn into like Saturday Night's main event. We got to load it all up in the front of the show.
1: I included um, Bobby Lashley saying shit. The audio issues, the big pyro in the beginning, in my rating for the extremeness of tonight. I just want you guys to know.
0: <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that.
1: You won't. Now deserves a five. <laughs> now that I know that, it deserves
2: the five. I, I get it.
0: Fair okay. enough. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Up next, we uh, would get a match that we, uh, that was advertised, and that is the Street Profits up against the Usos, uh, story here is uh is Ford uh, Montez Ford injured? Not at 100%. Uh, this is a fun. I mean, you, you, you. I don't think these four could have a bad match. I mean, they, they would have to really try and stumble and fumble to to screw this one up. A very athletic, uh, fun match to watch, fast pace in a lot of ways. Uh, ultimately, though, we'd see the double Uso slash on Montez Ford for the victory and the retaining. Issa, I, I gotta I gotta believe you're you're all you're all good with with the bloodline here retaining, right? That, there's no other option.
1: Oh, 1000%. But I'm here for this feud. I'm I'm absolutely, I think they have such good chemistry. I do believe that we did this with Montez Ford in recent memory. Maybe it was when Selena Vega poisoned him. You guys remember back in the the pandemic days? They did that where he tried to wrestle a tag match, but he really couldn't wrestle. So I was having a little bit of deja vu there. But overall, all four of these guys are great. And I wouldn't mind this feud continuing.
2: Me too. That's how I came out of this and that I want to see this match again. I just love when these two teams Mm -hmm. get time. I mean, Montez Ford just stole the show on this one for me. I thought, and this match eventually got a, this is awesome chant. And it was directly attached to just Montez Ford diving to the outside and just going crazy in in this comeback. And I I thought everybody was great in this match, but Ford really did stand out to me and shine. And he was the focal point of this match uh, in terms of his ribs being injured and him not being able to pull it out at the end. So I thought they told a good story.
0: Yeah I'm always impressed when anybody pulls off we haven't seen a ton when they pull off that when they when they flip and go actually over the turnbuckle and over the post yeah. I and mean, that's a that's an athletic feat that uh yeah. Yeah, everybody this day and age does a suicide dive through right. the middle of the ropes that's kind of become like okay we, you can do that but like the the, the going over the turnbuckle and going over the post you got to you got to have your your ball strapped on uh for that manscape coming soon by the way
2: <laughs> I love it
0: too early for the for the plug Stella Justin Lopez 499 all I got out of this is that Monte's singles run is coming sooner than later
2: I hope not like I, I'd be glad if he got a singles run anytime but I love the street profits I think uh, there's a story to be told with take back season they still haven't fulfilled that so I want to see them have at least one more run then you could maybe split them
1: off. yeah I would agree Yeah, I agree. and the tag team division needs major help so breaking up another yeah. one of your original tag teams will probably be a big mistake right now
0: Absolutely. All right. Up next, women's match here. Alexa Bliss up against Charlotte. Uh, of course, there's been a big backstory with uh, this. There's been dolls and playgrounds and a little bit of work shooting. Um, this match starts uh, Alexa Bliss kind of one step ahead of Charlotte uh, in the opening moments, kind of frustrating Charlotte. She'd eventually uh, regain control and really just take uh, and use her power and size on Bliss for quite a while. Uh, there was a really cool sequence. Charlotte tried to hit the natural selection. Alexa Bliss rolled through it. This was followed by a really fun sequence uh, of two counts. Uh, Charlotte getting frustrated that she couldn't put it away. But in the end, ultimately, though, Charlotte's going to finally hit natural selection. She's going to get that, hit the win. After the match is really where the drama takes place, uh, guys and girls. It, it's the dismemberment of Lily. Charlotte just rips oh. poor Lily. I mean, it, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is just a plush burial ground here ripping apart lily stuffing everywhere it's like a scene out of toy story 4 and <laughs> and then we're in the commentary selling it it's nuts then bliss gets up she's brawling with charlotte uh charlotte's up slamming bliss through the announce table charlotte walks off and, and then we get this 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 big moment of drama this this, this morning as bliss rises up from behind the, the commentary desk picks up the pieces as mourning, is crying uh with with lily you know it's like you know, Tom Hanks Wilson volleyball kind of feels and then it starts to get potentially <laughs> demonic because I as she's screaming. I don't know if you guys saw this. She's screaming and, and, and having like this cry and what I think looks like a mentos is in her mouth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It
2: was
1: an Arkansas so they did get into <laughs> you. Yeah. Okay. It was an
0: Arkansas.
1: I thought she had rabies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't I mean the the match was good. I I really enjoyed the match yeah. and and I've actually mm-hmm. been like I've been easier than Raj has, and I don't know necessarily where both of you stand and all this stuff. I've been easier to accept some of the, the Bliss carrying on the magic from the the, the Bray Wyatt. You know, he, she's just carrying it on. The match was good. The, the, this this after the match, I don't know what to make of this. This 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 kind of was awkward to me.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> who who wants to go on for that
1: Speaking one? Speaking of awkward, Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of awkward, neither one listened. Sorry, I should I
0: should have called on I should have called on one yeah. of you.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we don't, we don't, we don't watch Raw, you know, you, you have to watch Raw, we don't have to, so, <laughs> no, listen, I personally like the match itself, and it was like, we saw a lot of shades of the old Alexa, it was good to see her wrestling again, right, like, no, no doll, no doll winking, no nothing, it was just Alexa wrestling, also pointing out her gear tonight was on point, she had the crowd behind her, she got a nice hometown pop when she came out, I appreciated that, Charlotte also looked very on point, they have really good in-ring chemistry, so the match, I wasn't mad at, and then then it just got super weird. But I couldn't help but to feel a little sad. Alexa's acting is so on point that before the before the rabies kicked in, she was convincing me that I was legit sad. I'm like, oh no! And the crowd, the crowd is chanting, "Thank you, Lily. Yes, Come thank on, you. Yeah. Yes." <laughs>
0: Thank you for Brown. I'm glad we didn't leave that out.
1: Oh my God, I was like, this doll is so over. But then it just got super weird towards like when she was going up the ramp. But I have to give Alexa a lot of credit. She's very committed and that acting that she pulled when she was like trying to pick up the pieces of her lily, it was amazing. She got the crowd to to back her up, it was good but i feel weird about it i almost was wanted her to come out as the old alexa from under the table once the doll was broken that's what i was hoping for but that's definitely not what we got
2: (laughs) yeah i mean objectively speaking this alexa bliss character has not been my favorite thing but again objectively speaking it's working on many metrics in terms of the crowd seems to really be into this this is the third instance now in a row that we've seen the crowd really be into this doll where they're chanting thank you lily uh, on monday they were chanting for charlie the week before they were chanting for lily so they're really into the irony of this act so it is working in terms of that and if you believe alexa bliss she said that the dolls sold out so maybe that's why she was so sad these dolls are sold out she can't <laughs> get herself another one so this doll's dead She's got nothing else. So it was weird. I, like, it's not my favorite thing. If, you, if I was to explain this to somebody, that these two grown women were fighting, and then one of the women lost her doll and started crying, that would sound ridiculous. But so would, oh, there's this guy who's an undead zombie. No, believe me, it's really cool. Like, that sounds ridiculous, too. So it's just one of those ridiculous storylines <laughs> that WWE's managed to connect with people. And, yes, this was a hot audience, but this has been working with people for a while.
1: So there you have it. Uh, Alexa Bliss should have been Lily's going to come back all sewn up like Shucky. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. we have the oh. Child's Place TV series happening right now. So now we're going to get a real yep. super beat up looking Lily. Absolutely. The version of this.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Alexa Bliss was supposed to be foaming at the mouth. Uh, that did not happen. But fellas, if you want your lady foaming at the mouth, hey. please let me give you some love about Manscaped. And Issa, I'm going to call on you in a minute. So, so make sure make sure you have all of your your uh, your experiences uh, documented and ready to share here. Manscaped. <laughs> if you guys have not heard about it, if you have not, I don't know where you've been. But if you finally tune to this podcast, Manscaped, a wonderful friend and sponsor of this podcast, and we were happy to have them sponsor because it's a product they sent it to Alfred, they sent it to me, they sent it to Rush, to Jack. We've all fallen in love. We've all become Manscaped loyalists, and I'm talking about. It offers precision precision engineered tools for the family jewels, the brand new lawnmower 4.0 four baby, not the three, not the two, not the one, the 4.0. Just over two million men worldwide have now trusted Manscaped for the very delicate operation that is keeping yourself nice and groomed below the waist. And right now, we have a special code winc20 at manscaped.com that's right winc20 and you're gonna get 20 percent off free worldwide shipping doesn't matter where you are we are not gonna be prejudiced you don't have to be in the states you can be anywhere we want to make sure your balls are taken care of manscaped.com use the code winc20 and manscaped look it's one of the things It the the trimmers they got the led light on it which that's very important, you know. You're do. It's got an LED. It's got an LED four thousand K light on it because I mean, you know, even if you have a nice, well lit bathroom or whatever, I mean, still you're, you're, you're doing some crazy, you know, spikely angles trying to get this stuff right. So it's got that. It's got the nice, uh, the nice end of it. The the on the blade, no nick, no cuts. No, no, no blading yourself the hard way. None of that has to happen here. Uh, that's just not the bathroom time does not have to be painful. It's supposed to be a fun, enjoyable experience to then set up the better fun, enjoyable experience. Uh, I was one of the first people that got to try the Lawnmower 4.0. They sent me, uh, shipped it to me right here. And I'll tell you, I was excited because I'd already used the previous products and I knew that they work. So I had no doubt about this one. And it takes, it all to a new level. It makes sure that when you are uh, doing all of your body trimming, all of your grooming, that you are doing it right. You're doing it efficiently. Uh, simple cleanup, wireless charging, so it's great for the guy on the go as well. We got the travel bag. I mean, Alfred, you 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 got the travel bag. You got the the the, the shears. You got all the product. Now you got the cologne. You got the the the, the ball deodorant. They got it all.
2: I've got everything. It's right here. The cologne. It's some of my favorite stuff. This is why this room smells so good right now because of this. And uh, I just Alfred, love are the you doing Manscaped the podcast
1: product. in the bathroom? Why do you have the products right next <laughs> to you? I'm
2: are doing you the podcast. Are or you, do
1: you in your living room while you're watching football? What's happening?
2: <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny where I'm doing this podcast. All you need to know is that I have <laughs> Manscaped right here in arm's reach all the time. Always ready to go. Manscaped products are always within an arm's reach of Alfred Kenoa That's how good this product is.
0: Now Issa, we we often don't get to have a female to chime in. I mean, the whole point of manscaped is again to to groom yourself to to, to make yourself you know uh, more appealing, more attractive, more ready to go, f- f- you know, f- for a lady or for whoever. But in this case, we're gonna say for lady. Like, I mean, it, you know, if you're with a guy and he's and he's not groomed, I gotta I gotta imagine that there's there's no ladywood happening that's not happening on no no
1: no 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 no. it's gross shave your balls please you know who you know who probably uses manscape finn balor there was a couple of (laughs) camera angles in which you could see he is very well (laughs) manscaped tonight so finn balor is probably lawn mowing whatever it is that you call it 5.0 10.0 yeah please shave your balls please
0: there we go oh that's all the psa you need That's all the PSA you need. W-I-N-C-20. Save 20% plus free shipping at manscaped.com. And we thank them, of course, for being longstanding supporters and partners and sponsors of this podcast. All right. Let's pick back up to our regular schedule program. Here we go now. I have so much fun doing this. Jeff Hardy. Versus Sheamus versus Damian Priest, your United States champion, triple threat action here. Not quite sure if we need to have a triple threat, but we're going to get it. Uh, And it's a fun one as well. And I mean, again, you you know, this one had, you know, things got a little fast paced. They got a little, you know, a little slip up here, a little slip up there, but all three men professional uh, regained control when they had to Uh, kind of a constant theme was trying to keep Jeff Hardy out of the fold. Sheamus immediately levels and takes Hardy out of the ring right at the sound of the bell. Uh, Another highlight, another, another, uh, uh, gif moment gif gif moment is Seamus up on the top rope <laughs> doing his best <laughs> Jeff Hardy uh, dance impersonation that was
1: great.
0: uh you can put a lot of fun captions to that some great near falls uh and then finally uh Priest is actually going to roll up a schoolboy roll up on Seamus for the mm-hmm. win uh I, I know we're all Damian Priest supporters Issa I gotta think here if we look at the 2021 booking and how consistent it has been for Damian Priest from nice showing at the Rumble to obviously the Bad Bunny uh, celebrity interaction with Mania, which handled really well. Now a United States champion. I mean, if this keeps up at this pace and he stays healthy, I mean, I got to think with Big E as champion, with with one of the up and coming stars having gotten the payoff.
1: Say it, Royal Rumble winner, say it already.
0: He's in line, right? <laughs> he is in line for Royal Rumble. <laughs>
2: Now, does he get I, Royal I, Rumble I, or King of the Ring? Is he? Do they use King
1: of the Ring on him, or do they wait until Royal Rumble? Uh no no, he's not going to be a king. He's going to win the Royal Rumble. That's a bigger deal in my opinion. I mean, it's not like they've done much with the last two King of the Ring winners. You know, I would rather him win the Rumble. Um, yeah, Justin, I'm 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 so happy with how they're treating him. I thought, I mean, I didn't like that he won with a roll up. I will say that. That's probably my. Only criticism that I have about this match, and I always give WWE a lot of crap for their camera work, but in this match, they did a lot of really cool angles in which you didn't see the other guy coming from out of yeah. nowhere and it would it took you by surprise. um I, th- I there was a couple of really close finish there that I thought Damian Priest was actually going to lose the title, so they did an awesome job. James um, is so freaking underrated. He is so good and I wish more people gave him like the credit that he deserves. He was so entertaining throughout this entire match. And Damian Priest, he just looks really good and the more time that he spends at United States Champion, you can see him getting more comfortable with his own character, with with, with the title ring. I just need him to move on from Sheamus and I need to see him in a new feud and I'm hoping that the upcoming draft really helps him out and build some feud that can really... Kind of build what we're talking about. King of the ring, Royal Rumble winner, whatever it is. We need to see him in a couple of really hot feuds.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like Damian Priest is in like the Drew McIntyre position of where he was. A couple hey, of hey, years hey, ago. hey, hey, hey. I know you don't Alfred, like it, but this no, is good. You is stop good
1: right now. You stop right now. You do not <laughs> compare him to Drew McIntyre.
2: Into the Royal Rumble, like McIntyre seemed like he was a hot guy. And like, wow, this guy might win the Royal Rumble. Cause like, he's the one guy they've like taken a vested interest in, in that he's protected. He does stand out on the roster. He's winning these big matches. He actually beat Drew McIntyre. So I feel like he's the one guy that they've now really gone in there in terms of somebody who they haven't made yet. And so it's looking good for him. But I will say Jeff Hardy was super over in here. He's a quintessential yeah. guy who's more over than his push in terms of this place is going crazy for him. And it was really, like a fever pitch for him to win this match, which uh did not happen.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna try to re I'm not gonna try to retell the play by play of it uh because a lot of spots are running through but there was a there was a false finish where it looked like Hardy might be grabbing it and the place went yeah. banana. Um yeah. so they, that I mean you know they were in favor there were certainly priest is over but they you know Jeff Hardy like you said Alfred he's still um you know greater than what his push is he you know he WWE has no plans to make Jeff Hardy a champion again it would seem right. uh they're just utilizing him as as However, they want to uh, until he probably inevitably joins his brother, um, whenever that can contractually happen. But yeah, I mean that, that you know, fun match. I, I pre you know, the, the comparison to McIntyre is, despite no, Isa's. Don't
1: don't, it's there. don't neither. What is wrong with both of you? Well, What's wrong with both of you? If I see Damian Priest in promos backstage about the history of the Taíno Indios in Puerto Rico, I'm gonna be so pissed off. Yeah,
2: no, we're Ethan, not talking look, about the no, character. I'm not saying that he has no. a sword instead of a bow and arrow. I but, know right. what
1: you <laughs> know.
0: I was going to say, one one's a fencer, one's an archer. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> medieval times here.
1: No, no, I get, I get where you guys are coming from. It's just that you're talking of Royal Rumble that was like in 2019, and as wrestling fans, we're supposed to already forgotten about that. You know, my Every my fan- was supposed to reset.
0: My fantasy booking would be though, because obviously he can't. You know, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of still being the mid card champion and then being thrusted into the world title picture. I don't like that. That. You know, warrior Hogan kind of situation. I just don't, uh, you know, do the job, hand that title off before you, you know, you you go on. So, I mean, to me, if we're looking at a timeline of by next uh, mania season, trying to have Damian Priest as a serious consideration as as for the world title. I mean, they seem to be hitting the the very quick reset button on carrying cross. You know they they quickly realize whatever the, you know they're the, the resetting Cross. He's doing promos. He's racking up wins, albeit if it's on main event. But it seems like they are trying to recorrect themselves right. to 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 launch Karen Cross properly on the main roster. We'll see which brand he goes to if he does anywhere. Uh, I, I, you know, let him come out of nowhere and 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 challenge Priest and eventually be the one that takes the U.S. title off Priest. Now you've all of a sudden made us forget about losing to Jeff Hardy on a Raw debut, and now he's got a, a mid card title and hopefully he's got his ring gear. Situation yeah. figured out, so he's starting to become a guy that that, that that's getting treated the way he should. And then Priest goes on and again, you know, a rumble win. So I, that that would be my nice. fantasy booking.
1: I wouldn't be mad at that booking, especially because we did see them. Damian Priest's farewell match in NXT was against Karrion Cross, and it was a hell of a match. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind them running it again in the main roster. Also, I really appreciated the show of respect between Priest and um, Jeff Hardy towards the end of the match. Priest kind of like, you know, bowed down. Jeff Hardy shot the imaginary arrow. It was a feel good moment. The crowd loved it too, with them yep. being so behind Jeff Hardy.
0: Absolutely. And, and you know, those little things, Issa, that's, you know, again, if Jeff Hardy's time is you know, on a clock uh, with WWE, those are little things that, you know, he probably wasn't even instructed to do. Just him doing that because mm-hmm. he has such credibility to the audience, him yeah. doing that, it, I mean that that that's a you know, if you weren't cheering Damien, if you were cheering for Hardy and you weren't cheering for Priest to win that match, that's something that makes you go, okay, well maybe tomorrow night I'll cheer I'll cheer Priest because Jeff Hardy just made him look cool. Just said he's exactly. Well they
1: should have cheered for Priest tonight. It was his birthday. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> there you
2: go. But it's actually really fortunate that Jeff Hardy was this over and they went, I don't know if this was an audible or not, but it's really good that Jeff Hardy did end up giving his blessing to Damian Priest because it didn't work in terms of transferring that heat to Damian Priest. It's not like one of those things where the fans were so mad that yeah. they just booed him anyway. They were like, okay, you know, we like this guy. He, he beat our guys. So we'll uh, give him more respect.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great point. Great point. So we've seen that backfire before. Yeah. Uh, Antoine Fair, $5. Shave your junk. I'm dead. You can't type what Issa said, so I had to change it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh,
1: that
0: was a good sound bite. Oh, Alfred, no. what's, Alfred, what's. The Green
2: Bay Packers are in field goal position, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, three more seconds. Three more three seconds.
1: More se- yeah, we can see it. You're glowing right now, Alfred. Like, your face <laughs> looks it. like you. I mean, just-
0: should we, I mean we should just pause the wrestling talk and just let <laughs> you like yeah. experience this. <laughs>
2: I can be a professional. Yeah. I they're just getting ready to kick a field goal. We'll see what happens. We'll uh, take a, a, We'll, we'll take
0: a, We'll take a drink break real quick. If you can, if you need to, like, you know, absorb, absorb
1: this. Yeah, and, uh, get, get know, it together, know. man. Uh, Mason
2: Crosby is getting ready to kick. Uh, who knows if they're going to freeze him or not? But uh, I'm sure everything is going to turn out just fine. Three
0: seconds. O- left. It's overrated to freeze a, a veteran like Mason Crosby. Yeah. Been kicking yeah. forever. That's I'll it. take a no, shot. I'll
1: take a shot if your Green Bay Packers win. I'm ready. <laughs>
0: What do you got, Isa? Sex? What do you? What, what do you get? Your sex? I have you gray tequila. Goose. I have gray
1: goose. Oh, you have tequila. Gray... Good girl. Your favorite. Good Your girl. favorite. <laughs> great. Place. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh, Pablo chimes in. Isa my tribal chief. Justin, Alfred. You're all, you all doing a great job. <laughs> thank, you.
1: thank you. Pablo. Thank you. High praise. <laughs> I've been acknowledged.
0: <laughs> a lot it's not a football. Then stop watching, Alonzo. Yeah,
1: what, what you wow. not a game?
0: Hey, Alonzo, wow. guess what? It's my podcast. It's our podcast. If, if I want to ask Alfred what he's doing right now with three seconds to go, I can. You can sign off. Good day, sir. The kick
2: is up and it's good. 51 yards. Mason Crosby. Green Bay Packers win 30 to 28. Go, Pack. Go. There it is.
0: <laughs> there, it is. <laughs> there it is.
1: Oh,
0: my God. There it is. Oh my
2: on the road
1: all right cheers cheers,
0: cheers.
2: hey i
1: love it I wish I had let's there. go you need a show <laughs> you put your alcohol away to have your manscape on the table and you can have a drink <laughs> uh
0: ball cream or vodka i'll oh, leave the ball cream here <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> They're never going to let us do a podcast together again. <laughs> oh.
0: That's what Raj gets for traveling. All right. I don't even know. I lost my notes. Where are we on the show? Hang on. Hang on. We oh, here we are. Here we are. Talking
1: about priests.
0: Yeah, here we are. All right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> up next uh, Bianca Belair up against mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. Of course, backstory here if you've uh, not been following the product closely. Uh, Supposed to be Bianca at Sasha at SummerSlam. Sasha all of a sudden couldn't compete. No real explanation given. Becky returns for the first time after a year and a half. And in 26 seconds, she beats and takes the title from Bianca Belair. So here, Bianca's thinking she's going to have a fair shot. She's got time to prep. She's getting her title back. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought for a minute they were going to flip the switch and we were going to have another, we are going to have like a 20, another 26 second, like Bianca was going to be Becky in 26 seconds or something. That's what it looked like. <laughs> uh, and, they, and they, and they, and they teased uh, us with that emotion. Uh, that did not happen. Uh, crowd is very split. Uh, WWE seemed to hand yes. out both EST and the man signs, which I'm okay with. I mean, cause Becky, her character, while it's a little more aggressive, it's, it's not too far off from what she was when she was on the face side of the fence, going against heels. She's just kind of an amped up, right. Badass bitch, badass asshole. So, like, I don't mind if you already know the crowd's gonna be split. I don't mind them encouraging them to to, uh, to have signs for both. Uh, and the crowd balked into it. There was those was competing chants from the Columbus crowd all night. Uh, Bianca, I tweeted, it's so damn athletic. Uh, Becky has not lost a step to her credit for being out for as long as she has. Uh, and it just looks like we get this great match, these two ladies and Alfred. It looks like Bianca, she might finally have this, uh, in panned. And then all of a sudden, here's Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks shows up and just beats her down and and then attacks Becky. So uh, we got another triple threat situation on our hands.
2: Yeah, this was an excellent match. And uh, I really did like how the crowd was split. And Becky Lynch played it so great as a heel where it's almost like she's playing it like her popularity is starting to wane. To where when they were saying, let's go, Becky, she's like desperately like, yes, yes. And then they say, "Est," And then she's like, no, 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 don't cheer for her. And so she was doing a great job. I thought Bianca was excellent. Uh, for as great of a match as this was, it does suck that it was a disqualification, but I have no problem with that in the grand scheme of things because going into this, it's like Bianca is your top star. Uh, Becky is a top star coming back. Do you beat Bianca Belair? Just keep beating her and to get Becky over. Is that going to help Bianca? Uh, but Sasha Banks coming into the fray, I think really helps in terms of the storyline and protecting these two in their first match. So I'm looking forward to the triple threat match they're going to have. And I thought this was a really good match.
0: Lisa.
1: Oh, I agree. I loved every second of this match. Bianca Belair is so freaking impressive. Um, Becky Lynch has it's just you could never tell that she was gone for that long, right? Like I was looking for Becky's my favorite. I was looking forward to just seeing a real match from her, and she was better than ever. Love the white gear, reminded me very much of Seth coming out of that summer twenty fifteen in all white. It was beautiful. Um love that Sasha came back. I know a lot of people are kind of mixing the in the the reaction, but Sasha just disappeared from the equation, and we never talked about her, and that was driving me absolutely insane. So it made sense. I really want this triple threat. I'm afraid that we teased it, and we're gonna split them in the draft, and then we're not gonna see it, and just the tease of it is going. It's like playing just the tip with us. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> I need this match. Mans- Don't tape. shave
0: your balls with manscaped, and then <laughs> just do the tip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need this match. Please, WWE, make it happen. I, I thought overall it was a lot of fun. The crowd definitely made it the atmosphere. And I just love how far Bianca has come as a star. If you think about it, the fact that she's going face-to-face with Becky Lynch and she has more than 50% of the crowd on her side against a yeah. returning Becky Lynch goes to speak wonders about how much Bianca has done in the last year.
0: Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, and to your point, I mean, I, I hope that um, you know we have seen how quickly the booking can change. I I hope that they have a plan, yeah, and that they don't disrupt this in the draft to uh, use it as a cheap way out not to pay this off right, right. now. If, they're
1: not if, if they're not if they're not ready,
0: yeah, if they're not ready for any of the three women to lose again, and then they and they try to run from it. Um, yeah you know, we'll see i hope i hope not and that's kind of what worried me going and, and this will kind of segue into the the main event here in a second that's what kind of worries me again about the show in general the, going into it tonight was like you know you have saudi arabia coming up in a month and then you have the draft come up in a week it's like this show is just the either what can we get done and then put it in the file it in the oh i completed that assignment folder right or what can we just completely just disregard because we're going to we're going to escape from it through the draft I, you know and so i was worried about the show for for those reasons and uh we'll see you know again uh, tomorrow is gonna be all about a a world title rematch i I, I hope that they don't pull the title back off a of E, but oh, God. Uh, I, I, I'm not, not willing to lay money down on Russell Rumble yeah. to say that it won't happen.
2: Right. It shouldn't happen, but right. anything is possible with this company. They think week to week, and I think what you're talking to or you're speaking to, Justin, is the fact that they don't have anything long term. They tend to just kind of be very reactionary and try to get things done in the yeah. moment rather than, okay, how do we go from ABCD to WrestleMania? They don't have that plan, so every week is going to be different.
0: Every week's different, and then, like I said, you you have the salty factor in a month. You have the draft in a week. Nick Cons hanging around. AEW's popping big numbers. We don't know what shit could happen tomorrow. We it ain't. You just don't know. <laughs> it yeah, it, it but is. This is the one
1: that makes. Perfect sense, and that's probably the one that they'll screw up, right? You look at Charlotte and and Alexa, and you go, I don't know what that was. Sasha coming in, interrupting this match that should have been her opportunity to begin with, makes all the sense in the world. And I have a feeling that that's what they're going to completely screw up. (laughs) The one thing that's just completely booked and ready for you to go, that's what they'll probably screw up.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's uh, (laughs) crazy times. Uh, (laughs) Brett Murphy, $5. Yay, Packers win. Whoopie doo. Yankees on the other hand swept Boston. That's the real story. Yes.
1: Oh, that's right, too. Yes, absolutely. Always, always El a Paco. good time when that happens.
0: EC, you still a season ticket holder with the Yanks?
1: No, no, no. I gave them up in twenty twenty. I gotta get them back. Okay, Well, you know we didn't have baseball, so I passed it basically.
0: No, it's actually not a bad business move. I mean, you know, no, I mean, if you can get, you right? Know, I don't blame. I, I don't blame you on that one. Because so, they still
1: wanted to charge you for it. You know that, right? Like, they still wanted to charge us the full price for the season in 2020. And they were like, we'll just credit you for the next season. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pause yeah. it, and I'll resume when things are normal. So, Well,
0: full, full disclosure and 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 putting Issa over. I asked her that because talk about charging, she did not. She And I was very ready to whatever. My dad, a huge baseball fan. My dad had never been to New York City, never been to Yankee Stadium. I wanted to take him to Yankee Stadium for, for a milestone birthday, did. And Issa very graciously gave me her season tickets for a game to take him. Did not wow. accept one damn cent from me, which I never forget. And so, what I, I asked you! Yes, uh, no, I'm that. That was. I mean, I was ready to give give you whatever you know. And and you did not ask for a damn dollar from me, which I was like, "No,
1: damn good seats too." <laughs> they
0: were. We were right on the. We were right on the third base line. Lo- we were right. We we're just past third base in the left field in the line. There, it was, yeah. it was awesome experience, and I never forget that. I was always. Listen, very, very that's
1: good. awesome. My favorite thing to do in the whole wide world is fly my dad up to New York mm-hmm. and take him to Yankee Stadium, so I, I know what that meant to you, so yeah. I'm not going to charge you for that, you're I, my buddy. Come on.
0: I appreciate that's that. Awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> another f- uh, free chat here it was fun. This podcast today is the best in Ross <laughs> travel. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: well, it, well, I mean, Alfred's not with us tomorrow. Isa's back tomorrow. It's Isa, myself, yeah. and Jack tomorrow, so we'll we'll really be able to kick Rawls' ass <laughs> once we <laughs> see what happens there uh pablo already i already showed this form but we'll let him uh you three are awesome he had another one uh where's pablo at? where's pablo where's pablo
1: yeah find the other one please that's the important one.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a, the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right.
1: laughs> you can get acknowledged twice is there, is
2: there a higher form of being acknowledged What did Roman
1: Reigns say in that main event? All day, every day. We acknowledge (laughs) all day, every day.
0: (laughs) Best in the Smokers world, $2. Alfred, I'm a Bears (laughs) fan. I need a hug.
2: You and Justin Fields. But there are better days ahead for Justin Fields. I think he's going to be very talented. My heart has never sank so far during a draft than when the Bears drafted Justin Fields. So that's a good sign. But he looked awful today.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe if they would have just... Started fields in the preseason. Maybe they would have been a little yeah. better affair for this one.
2: Don't worry, guys. You still got Andy Dalton. So, all is not lost.
0: <laughs> and Bernie in D.C. goes Pablo paying for ESO season tickets 2022.
1: Thank you, Pablo. Thank you. Very great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Let's go into our main event now. Roman Reigns defending against the Demon Finn Balor. Um, of course, we get the uh, and mind you again, Peacock. I, I have Xfinity, Comcast. Still, I'm still one of the people that still has cable. I have it, and I have that, and I have every other streaming service. Because between a wife and two kids, you can never have enough things. That you're never you're gonna piss somebody off if you don't have one of them. So I pay <laughs> several hundred dollars to still have cable. Okay, and so I'm able to speak into the voice remote and go Peacock, and it shows up. Okay. I figure I'm already doing what I got to do. And here I am trying to watch the show and several times during entrances and other pivotal points, they just cut away mid commentary and I got to watch three minutes of yeah. how there's a Frogger reality American Ninja warrior combat show. And I got to watch the, 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 this, this Medicine commercials. Oh my goodness. I'm yeah. trying to watch the, the, the Roman Reigns entrance and I'm getting, I'm having to watch commercials. And somebody's like, well, aren't you paying for the, the non-commercial tier? And I'm like, I'm paying 300 something dollars to have Comcast cable, internet, and a landline I don't use. Could I please just watch my damn show without having to see these? I made a note that I just wanted to speak sternly to the people of Peacock if they're watching. There it is. Okay, so we got Roman versus the demon. Um, <laughs> uh, this is... Um, you know, they're, they're fighting. They they're highlights here. They fight out to the pre-show desk in the crowd. Roman does COVID precautions. He has his mask on while he's fighting. I'm talking. not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to knock it because I, I mean we all know uh, why he would be compromised, and and, and I get it. And he's out there performing. Um, I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to get at, I'm kind of surprised they opted to do that spot, knowing that that spot would then. Re- require and 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 have him put uh, put the mask on. like i'm kind of i don't think the match needed them to go out into the crowd to do that's what i'm getting at yeah, uh, yeah. I, I totally get the precaution i get him as the person in real life so i'm just kind of surprised they went that because at the end of the day they, they really held no real relevance to the match they could have done something equivalent of extreme still within the barricade uh, of their safe uh you know environment so that yeah. I don't know about you guys, but that kind of threw me that they would just that they did that. Because I felt that was a little bit of a distraction.
1: I agree. I popped. I popped for the mask, not gonna lie. But okay. I, I do feel that with it being called extreme rules and such a lack of extreme rule matches They try to do everything that they could in order for the crowd to be happy at this point, and I have a feeling that's why. But I agree with you, Justin. Once you see what they did in the crowd, it was like that spot wasn't really necessary, but at the same time, they had to pull out all of the stops here. I wish we would have had a little more extremeness in the triple threat, because with it being a triple threat, you could have done a couple of these things without having to put Roman Reigns onto the crowd.
0: Yeah, and Bear Hudson, $5. Roman Reigns wearing a mask uh, while brawling through the crowd. It says so many things. And Pat with the Bane reference was great. Um, did Cena call Sven the W? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that a reference to the, the contract signing?
1: No, it's a reference to the fact that the green came undone and you couldn't see what happened. Oh,
2: I? <laughs> come <laughs> I on, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh so we go so we come back to the we come back to the ring finally and it uh, looks like the demon's got a lot of things in hand uh then the Usos come out they beat him up they're beating him down uh it's just numbers all in the demon Roman spears the demon through the barricade the demon looks like he's dead face down all of a sudden red lights heartbeat the demon the heartbeat he's being resurrected he rises back up. He does a missile drop kick, which puts Roman through a table. And then he goes to the top for the coup de gras. And the ropes break. And he falls. Roman hits a spear. Roman reigns, retains, gets the victory. I don't think any of us have any doubts of Roman retaining. That's kind of where the Saudi show kind of becomes like this. You know, you know, it's there. It's him versus Brock. So it's just like, all right, how do we just do this? Um I don't know, Isa. This was I know Roman's a boy, uh, and and I'm I'm a Roman fan too. But the, uh, this was very, this was very Papa Shango. Yeah, yeah. The, the demon could resurrect the heartbeat and the 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 mystical powers of the demon could resurrect him after after a three on one, but the mystical powers couldn't stabilize the top rope.
1: Yeah, and we never seen the demon pull this off before. So to me, this didn't feel like the real demon. I made this reference before, I'll make it again. You know the movie Us, when your real person has like a basement twin? Mm -hmm. I feel like this was the demon's basement twin. Like he didn't crawl to the ring. He was doing the most. And then this whole music, red lights, heartbeat, weird thing that he pulled off. We never seen the demon do that. So to me, this feels like a parody of the demon or almost Finn Balor trolling, right? That that's what I got out of that. And and maybe that's why I cost him. I'm not too sure. I don't think we needed that. With the brutal attack of the Usos and, and other things, I, I I don't know. I felt very confused. I thought maybe I consumed too much ice cream before the match started <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> because I had to like go back and look at the packaging and check the ingredients. No, no, these are the same edibles. I mean ice cream that I eat all the time. So <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I know that I, I guess this is their way of protecting the demon, but we didn't get an explanation as to what happened. No brock. It was confusing. The match itself, awesome. But Roman Reigns in no disqualification or extreme rules matches always brings out the best in him. And and, and Finn Balor stood toe-to-toe to toe with him. So, of course, there's that. But the rest, it, it just got super weird for me
2: the finish was enough to ruin the match for me in terms of yeah. I left with a bad taste in my mouth and my exact words just instinctively after watching that, looking at Finn Balor, Balor the Demon, I was like, what an idiot, like the, the character in terms of, cause it's not like he's been doing this red light sequence for no. weeks and this is his finishing move and then one night it didn't work and so it's shocking and maybe it would get like an emotional reaction this is something that nobody was familiar with that he did. And it's just like, what is he doing? And so you're thinking, you go from thinking, what is he doing? To where when he screws it up, it's like, yeah, what the hell was he doing? So it doesn't do him any favors. I thought this was the worst night in the history of the demon by far. And I just thought, they've just really taken Finn Balor week after week. And I don't think it's a fault of his own. But they've done all these things to undermine him. where Whether it was a Cena thing where he kind of looked foolish. Yeah. And now this, I just don't think this was a good night for him at all.
1: I thought his mannerisms as as the demon were completely different as the demon that we were used to seeing. And, And I'm very confused as to what he's doing or what entity this demon is. Maybe this is the railroad. Demon and not like the demon from hell, you know, because he said he came from a family of railroad yeah. workers. I don't know. I don't know what is happening anymore, but I just didn't like it. This is not anything that we ever seen the demon like. We the the demon never from the time that we known him depended on the music for him to rise up. He was pulling yeah. some Undertaker, it was weird. He was doing the most. And
0: no, was, no, he, uh, under, uh, no, going. no, Undertaker would be if it was done right. That's why I said this is Papa Shango. This yeah. is Papa yeah, yeah, Shango exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, no, it, it, it I didn't like it. I
0: didn't like. Yeah, it. It, it, yeah. It took what was a really good match and ultimately a, a pretty good show. And but that's what we're talking yeah. about. Is we're talking about this Finn. And that's why I started with the the news story earlier. And I said i we'd segue to this, which is I wouldn't be surprised if we find out some months, years later from Finn in an interview that Finn <laughs> walks through the cu- the, cu- the curtain and looks at Vince and goes. What the fuck, man? I bet like he's this... Mystic Man as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I mean...
1: I wanted this match to be uh, Sasha's situation. And when they made it on Extreme Rules, I was like, we're going to have a messed up finish. I think we talked about it, Alfred, where I told yeah. you, I was like, if it was a regular match, you can have Brock come out, beat them both up, and that yeah. way you protect the demon. Yeah. But because you made an Extreme Rules match, now you booked yourself into a weird corner where you could have made anything else in the card an Extreme Rules match and just leave that one safe but obviously you also have a return dq already booked into the show so the right. best that you could give us was the and and of course they spend so much money on the fin lighting that they have to still use it
0: yeah no, and you're right that that would have been the <laughs> safer way out it's just, it, it, we all know brock is still taking on roman so like just have brock come out and uh, yeah protect uh protect the the, the my, my biggest thing about the demon is that finn balor doesn't win and then he becomes the demon and looks cooler. But then the demon, you know, the, the demon hasn't had a great track record. I mean, you know, the demon. I mean, obviously, this is just this was unfortunate circumstances. But uh, <laughs> the, the demon wins the universal title the first time ever, and then he <laughs> then he has to, you know, vacate it the next day because he's injured. I mean, they just yeah. they haven't caught a break with him.
1: Maybe um, the demon only works for mid card titles.
0: Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> con- maybe, uh, maybe he's maybe he's challenging Damian Priest next. I don't know. I don't, oh man. Um, i i want to i'm highlighting this from facebook uh thanks to everybody watching a lot on facebook from luke uh luke i'm not gonna pick on you but i'm just gonna like try to just uh not pompously say i'm just gonna e- and, and educate you enlighten you to this so luke says why do i have a feeling that the, that the, that the rope break was a botch at first of all, i can guarantee 101 it was not um that was the finish like i don't like if you thought that the demon's going to the top and he's gonna hit the finish and he's supposed to win and then they just Called and audible within a matter of seconds because a rope break. No, that doesn't happen. The the ropes are very secure. That's not a thing that happens. There, it, it, it's it's very obvious. The demon's up there. He's waiting for his cue. All the ropes. You can hear a sound. Obviously you can't something. see
1: it in his mannerism. I don't mean to interrupt you, but even no, when yeah. he was standing there, you could see Finn expecting it, waiting, waiting for it. Yeah. In mean, the way that, that he was, was like bracing. So you yeah, yeah. could tell that he was waiting for the ropes to break.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, not not to not to say how the sausage is made or how how the magic's done, Luke, but you're asking, I mean, I'm just putting you to rest. It's absolutely the finish. Um, I I mean, I guess if if they make you, if they're making you doubt it, I guess maybe good on them, but it's, no, it's, it's absolutely that's, that's the finish. So uh, we're going to operate on that was the scripted finish. And they intentionally spent the day rehearsing that. And and that's what they decided to go with. Um, Again, Roman retaining, not a surprise. He's got Brock in a month. Saudi Uh, that one's not as predictable. Uh, That one, you know, that's another one of okay god you don't want to necessarily take the title off roman right now but you you always want to protect brock um i could see another kind of seth rollins strangulation finish in that one where <laughs> we do something to some great lengths to protect both men
2: i love that that's now a thing is the strangulation like what level of anger are they going to want to strangle Vince McMahon?
0: <laughs> that's a rating that's a rating
2: yeah yeah. okay maybe you'll just want to slap this McMahon after this finish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have the strangulation, the slap, or throw the title at him like Brock did, remember? Oh, there <laughs> there's a couple of scales here. <laughs> You've got spitting in his face like Bret
2: Hart did. You've got punching him out like Bret Hart did. I mean, there's all kinds of levels. Yes. I just,
1: um, I'm very disappointed because I, I don't like to be negative. I, I'm one of the people that rare breed that enjoys everything right now, WWE, AEW. But... I Look at my nickname. It's Demon Diva, okay? So I have a very soft spot for the Demon in my heart. I really wish they would have not brought him for this. Give Give Finn another rematch as regular Finn and let him lose clean. He had already lost clean, And just protect a character that, you know, we were all dying to see again. You did it to pop MSG, to pop a rating. For what? For this? Then I would have rather not seen him come back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, you know, and I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the future of Finn Balor is. I mean, you know, he obviously the, him going back to NXT, I thought was a nice stint. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and, and now he's back to the main roster. I, I don't know what's. Le- I don't know what else you can do <laughs> at this point with him. Um, he's one to watch in the draft, I guess, to see what they do. But, but again, I think the they pulled it off. They pulled it off better with bray wide and the fiend they pulled off the do du- the, the the duality of the two personalities a little bit better you know Definitely. you know amazingly but the the Finn demon stuff just doesn't i don't know i i i, I feel like they've just completely de- they already devalued finn balor and then now uh, the the demon falls victim again to faulty ropes that just that just that just seems so trivial of what would take down him so
2: Finn has the same predicament that that, um, Bray Wyatt did, by the way, in terms of the demon actually was pretty over. They protected the character. People like it. People react to the entrance. He comes off as a big star. And they did something to completely screw him up in a match, just like they did with Bray Wyatt. So it's just, uh, I mean, whether it's the fact that they don't have a plan for long term or the fact that they seem to just not know how to take something that works and double down and make it more successful. It always seems to kind of run into a wall when they have something that clearly works.
1: I love that you brought that up because I felt disrespected that Roman Reigns came out first. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Champion should always come out second.
0: I agree with that, but yeah. w- WWE goes in a weird format. They actually, more often than not, they yeah. send the champion out first. They think I think their philosophy is we want to grab people's attention with who's coming out first and hold them. But I, I, I agree. I'm always – I'm of the – this is an indie wrestling principle. It still holds true. Yeah. Uh, the heel always goes out first or – The challenger always goes up first. If if the heel's the champion, I I hold to that principle. Um, Sam Austin, five thousand in some currency. It's buying something somewhere. Vince backstage. Okay, play the heartbeat sound guy and the entrance music. (laughs) Vince, yeah, no, uh, the music made it more weird. Uh, (laughs) It always does. It always does. It always does. That's
1: what I kept saying. I kept saying it got weird. It got real weird. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah. But the match before, it was good. But you know what they say? They always remember the finish. They
0: yeah. do. That's what she said. Uh, Deadpool especially party. Especially
1: if you use Manscaped. Especially if you use
0: Manscaped. And especially if you start talking during the finish. Just shut just shut up. Don't talk. We don't need to hear what it's like for you. <laughs> Let her talk. (laughs) Great advice. Great advice. uh, advice. Deadpool party. (laughs) Hey Justin, y'all talk about Johnny gargana's contract? It's up on December third. Is he AEW bound? Yeah, I guess that's been floating out there. Um, I, 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 I I forget. I don't have the who to source it. So I I apologize. But that is, it's been sourced out there that he is coming up before the end of the 2021. I, I don't know the factor with him, and I, I, I. I don't. I know. I knew Johnny once upon a time working with him before he went to WWE. I mean, he's a really good guy. He, he's a married guy now uh, with yeah. with his wife, who's not his contract's not up. Then I do think that's significant to a person like him that he would value being in the same company with his wife or wanting to see things through. You know, who knows? And they're getting ready to have a kid. So yeah, that's a uh, big thing too. I, yeah, I think it's. A, I think it's a relevant right? factor. You know, this yeah. is different than. Adam Colbert Baker with no family and, you know, no kids or whatever involved. I, I do think it's a, a relevant thing of um maybe wanting to stick around where you're, where the mother of your, of your child. So
2: and regardless of probably going to be a package deal, I would think just based on their scenario to wherever sure. they go, you know,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so you figure with her for her contract to a certain point and then if there's a certain built-in time of, uh, you know, she's going to take some time off, obviously, you know, as a new mother. So yeah, I, I would agree. I would think that it's like a, they're they're not going to go anywhere unless they can go together. Mm-hmm. I, I would feel like, but who knows? We're, we're in crazy times, especially with couples and um and wrestling and such. Uh, I'll throw this one out there because we've talked about this a lot uh, on Wednesdays. Uh, Savan, uh, hey Justin, do we see Bray on Dynamite Wednesday night? If if there's a Dynamite to see him, this one on Wednesday seems to be like up there and probably. I saw
1: his tweet earlier of yeah. um him in the ring with Brody and and Daniel Bryan like. Listen, Uh-oh. <laughs> he's starting. He's starting to teach some things. So That's we'll how see, AEW
2: promotes uh, things, though, though. That and it works with their audience in terms of we're not going to tell you, but we're going to tell you
0: the worst kept secrets. So.
2: Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because uh, Tony Khan spoke about it. He, it's like you know, they come. It was a best kept secret when Sting showed up. Yeah. They complete. Nobody knew that was happening back in like what was it December? Sting shows up. Best kept secret, but then we find out that like TNT was like. Hey dude, we could have capitalized off that. Don't keep secrets from us. So then since then it has been the yeah, again, we're not gonna promote it, but we're gonna kinda promote it over here. <laughs> you know, type of thing. <laughs> uh Bear Hudson, five dollars. I do think it'll be that I do think it will be that Cena had some influence in the match setting up <laughs> Cena for team in at WrestleMania. <laughs> can do a tubby mock draft.
2: In a weird way, that is pretty good long-term storytelling, given the fact that Finn Balor weeks ago said, I'm going to deal with John Cena, and there is a connection with John Cena costing him that contract signing. Boy, would this be a ridiculous way to get there.
0: Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. I I don't know. I can't can't get behind that one. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Why bear. not?
1: Why like, what not? if it, I don't what really if it know. is
2: John Cena's fault and they promote this John Cena match <laughs> and then the match happens, but John Cena's not available to be in the match because he's doing a movie, but John Cena's in the ring. You know what I mean? Kind of like God was that one time. Kind of like <laughs> God, yeah. Like, this is a John Cena character. He's like an invisible guy and Finn Balor has to sell for air. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, this would be a hell of a return. Oh, exactly. God, God hasn't performed since like the spring of '06.
1: Yeah, uh, so when wild.
0: he ta- when he teamed with Shawn Michaels, this how is the hell... does
1: he sell the AA? Like <laughs> he just like lifts himself up in the air. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's something here.
0: Okay. At least we know um, he doesn't
1: have to sell the five knuckle show focus. Cena never hits it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, we've uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've went we've ventured from ball grooming to booking god so i think <laughs> i think we'll end it on this one uh pablo back at it, five dollars look up my facebook comment you three have made my extreme Rules 2021 worth it uh so, so, by the way who's this raj guy i hear about just messing yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's oh the God. he's he's the guy with he's the guy pulling all the puppet strings. Uh, I lied, but we have another one. Kayla, five dollars. Kayla Peacock was messing up again tonight with commercials during Wrestle's entrance. Hopefully, I'll fix that. Yeah, Kayla, I spoke about it earlier. I, so I guess there is a tier you can pay that is commercial free, to where you don't get that. But like again, I I thought I was given enough money to NBC uh, via my cable deal that I didn't have to worry about this. Apparently, I'm wrong. And but to your point, like they have to coordinate better with WWE of like, okay, WWE for the. For the free, for, or for the non-commercial tier, go ahead and show some bullshit ninety-second block of you know Miz selling a product or what you know some of the the in-house stuff they do, and and then Peacock and insert the commercials for those who have to see the commercials. Don't insert them when your main event entrances are happening. Like it's just yeah, I I, I agree. There has to be. I you know I don't know. Unfortunately, this the whole rollout has been nasty the whole time. It
2: has. Yeah, Even the yeah. trends, it's just all this ugliness about something that they really screwed up.
0: And, and like, yeah, I remember when the WWE Network launched. There were issues. There were there were there were they, they had capacity issues of bandwidth where they were getting more traffic and they were, and they there was and they had to work it out. But they like they figured it out within three or four months. You know, like, and I felt like after that they were on a roll and and they this has just been sloppy. And then what gets scary. Is then when you, you know, and Alfred, this is in your world of the Forbes world of like, then you start talking about the prospects of like, all right, well, they're, they're really trying to make their profit and loss margin sexy. Mm-hmm. What if they do sell in a couple of years? And what if one of the people they sell to is NBC? It would make a lot of sense. NBC's already sinking in how many hundreds of millions of dollars already for content. Like, so is this the WWE network though? Is this the WWE pay-per-view user experience that we're living with forever? Like, you know, I don't know. It's just, you I can't even, I, 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 I can't rewind. What the? F- How, it's 2021. How can I not rewind? Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope that they do fix a lot of these problems because eventually just the idea that, okay, now we're stuck with Peacock. In its current form, that's a very scary thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Can't rewind. Who can't yeah. rewind in 2021?
2: Yeah. I mean, all, all the gifts people want to put out on there on the pay-per-view, that's a big part of watching on the streaming device.
0: It is. Yeah. It is. All right. Well, we are. Uh, we're at an hour and four. I think we just hit our hit our time limit. We did our we did our due justice. We are we are Omega and Danielson time limit here. Uh, <laughs> Alfred's gonna be gone tomorrow. He's gonna be doing normal things on a Monday night. Ethan and I will be watching the three hour marathon that is Raw alongside the handsome Jack Farmer, who will love all of it by the nature of his gimmick. Uh, it's gonna be fun.
1: <laughs>
0: it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have some fun. Anthony says great stream respect to the hot chick Thank you. she has a name <laughs> but hot chick works too <laughs> hot chick what would you like to promote
1: <laughs> NYC Demon Diva go subscribe to my YouTube I'm getting close to 15,000 hey
2: Ooh. hey <laughs> Alfred uh, at this is nasty pro wrestling bits 29 away from 1000 so let's make it happen everybody
0: there we go all right. It's been fun. Make sure you uh, comment, like, subscribe, share, do all the things you're obligated to do in your social media footprint in 2021, unlike rewinding. Uh, but everything else, you can do it. We, we, we encourage it here. Uh, thanks to her. Thanks to him. Her and me will be back tomorrow night for Raw. We love it. It's great. Thanks to manscaped.com. Make sure you use the code WINC20. Get your 20% off and Shave free shipping. Ball. Shave your balls. That ain't no joke. Shave your balls. We out.
2: <laughs> go Pack Go!